Purpose, a podcast that highlights the unique stories of professionals that pivoted their careers to align with their work lives and personal lives more purposefully and with more joy. Pivot with Purpose is hosted by Megan Hull, a globally accredited career and business coach and creator of the Megan Hull Method. Welcome back to the Pivot with Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hool, and in this episode, we talked to Peter Mullo, celebrity master trainer and owner of Peter Mullo Fitness. Thank you for listening to Pivot with Purpose with host Megan Hool. You can find out more information about each guest, including full transcripts at pivotwithpurposepodcast.com. And if you'd like to share your own Pivot with Purpose, click on the share button and add your story to the conversation. Finally, be sure to subscribe and share your comments wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Your support amplifies our voice. And now, this week's episode. Peter started his career journey early on in the education field, working in fitness within schools, and quickly learned he wanted to follow his passion for fitness and training on his own. Working many jobs after leaving education to bring him where he is today, the owner of the Rhode Island-based fitness complex, Peter Molo Fitness, Peter was faced with many challenges and adversity, but through his strong work ethic, commitment to excellence and determination, he is now in the elite class of master trainers, where today he trains celebrities and athletes and lover of all things fitness alike. Peter's training programs are intense and his classes are highly sought out, not only from his local loyal community, but from fitness lovers all across the US through his virtual training platforms he launched during the pandemic. You do not have to be in Rhode Island to train with Peter. You can catch him from anywhere. You have a phone or a computer to access his virtual offering and some space to move around. Peter truly knows how to lead with passion and credibility, ensuring his team at Peter Mello Fitness are as skilled and committed as he is with their own personal clients, which has been the key to Peter's success. He is all about his clients' results, safety, and overall fitness goals, not just his own agenda. Peter, welcome to the Pivot with Purpose podcast. Thank you for joining us today. How are you? Doing great, Meg. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course, of course. Well, I have to preface this to say, so everyone, Peter is actually my personal trainer who I connected with during the summer of 2020. And I will tell you, his training programming has truly changed my body, the way I move, my strength, my overall mental health. So, I want to thank you for taking time with me and taking me on in the pandemic, nonetheless, (laughs) as a client. And I know we've done some fun things together in terms of events and lots more to do. And now you're on the podcast. So I'm keeping you busy. Oh, you're the best. You you got me through the, the, if if I helped you in any way get through COVID, then uh, you helped me as well. You you guys kept me busy and you bring it every time you come in. So I enjoy training with you and thank you for having me. Well, thank you. With what I know, you already have a pretty stacked plate. Here we are. I'm excited to get this podcast going and I know our listeners are really going to walk away with some great tips and motivation and get to share your story. So as I introduced you into the podcast, you're the owner of Peter Molo Fitness, which is in Rhode Island. I'm calling it a fitness-based complex because it really is a complex, Peter. <laughs> it's really a complex. And uh, it's, one-stop yeah. shop. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And honestly, 
It's one of the best in the Northeast, where you train an incredible community of people from celebrities to athletes and little old me. But before all of this came together, I know you have a great story around your journey to setting up your own business. Can you share with us some early on career highlights and where did you get started? Were you always connected to the fitness industry? Walk us through. Yeah, my journey took a little bit longer than uh, most. Fitness was always a part of my life. I was a college athlete. And when I went to college, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I ended up focusing on physical education. I went in that direction. After college, I started with personal training. So like I said, I trained my whole life. But I went into the teaching profession. I taught for 12 and a half years in the inner city where I worked a number of jobs. So like Mm -hmm. I did it all. We've talked about this before. I was training, teaching, bartending, bouncing. I mean, I did literally everything. I was working around the clock. At that time, my life was in a lot of turmoil in regards to I had a lot of family stuff going on. And so I literally worked to not only get out of my house, I was living in my parents' house at the time, but just to cope with the everyday stress that I was under. And then after... 12 and a half years, as much as I loved working with the kids, politics of the school department just kind of took over, really wasn't fun anymore. And just to fast forward, my training business was getting busier and busier. I was working at a few different places. My clientele was building. And at that time, I said, you know what, let let me take a year, leave of absence from school, and I'm going to go full force into, I had saved enough money to get the equipment I I needed to start off and get it off the ground. And then after, I want to say about five, six months, it it just took off. And uh, here we are now. Here you are. Where did you get started in full-time fitness before you opened your own gym? So I worked at a couple small different studios within Rhode Mm -hmm. Island. And like I said, it was when I could block clients together. I did a lot of small group stuff, like small group Mm -hmm. training. I would put five, six, seven, eight people together into small groups and help me develop uh, a niche for group class training. I had some mm-hmm. different methods that uh, clients really responded to and had fun with. And then I got more into personal training. I had done a lot of personal training right after college, but then I got back into a lot of personal training. And then it just went from there. Kept going, yeah. yeah. So the million-dollar question. Sure. When did you know it was time to open your own gym? And what was that process like? <laughs> uh, i get a few answers for that. Number one, I was yes. unhappy with my current profession. And mm-hmm. I knew that I could add more value to working with adults. I, I, I loved working with the kids. Yeah. Again, I had lost, I didn't have passion for that job. And I had passion for fitness and I was helping people. People that would come to me, they wanted to be there. It, it was unlike the school department. The other thing was I looked around me and I looked at, around a lot of people that I was working for. Mm-hmm. And to be point blank honest, I was watching them make money and they really weren't that talented. So the thing was, I, I, I figured that I could look at what was wrong with their business model mm-hmm. and really just improve on it with what I offered and how I could differentiate myself. And so I just took the shot and, and opened it up. I always had confidence in myself as far as uh, a skill set. But more importantly, I had got the feeling nothing really felt better than helping somebody else. And I was watching my clients walk away from our sessions, getting results, feeling good about themselves. It's all about them. And I knew that at that time, that's where my passion and that's where pretty much my time needed to be put. I said, if I'm going to work from 5 o'clock in the morning 
take a client or two before school, then go to school, then come after school, train again, or bartend or whatever I was doing at the time. Yeah. So if I can put that amount of time into somebody else's business, then I'm going to put it into my yeah. own. In Rhode Island, for you to find a space, what was that process like? And how long have you been in operation in the, the complex, as I call we're, it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're actually uh, approaching four years. Um. Wow. In May. So yeah. yeah, which went by pretty fast. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it, in Rhode Island, it's, it's definitely a challenge to find square footage, parking. The unique part about this building was I started off with originally 2,400 square feet. Yeah. And then the building, when I first leased it four years ago, had just been acquired by the new landlord. So mm-hmm. the whole bottom floor was open. So thankfully, after the five or six months when we really exploded. I was able to expand and take another 3,000 square feet. And yeah. then during COVID, we were shut down. I'll talk about you know yeah. that after, like how we adapted. But there was a, another company that had moved out and we were able to acquire another 3,000 square feet, which did help with capacity issues as we reopened. It's great. Yeah. And parking is everything. For me, being based in Boston, driving to a class or like going down to the seaport, it's like you're signing up for a class and then you're paying like 40 bucks to like go on parking. You're like, what yeah. is this yep. nonsense? That is yep. a gold mine. What do you love most about the team at PMF? You have such a great community. Talk to us a little bit about like what to expect coming to um, your gym. Yeah. So my trainers, this is the happiest that I've been with, <gasps> with who I have since... Yeah. We opened. Owning a business is a lot of challenges, but I feel that from a professional level and from an actual skill set, they are all super talented. Mm -hmm. It's unique. Most of our staff now, I have personal trained for a few years now. So we kind of share the same philosophies. We all learn from each other. They are 100% about the client which they've bought into that philosophy from me because I preach that from day one. It's not about us. It's about the person who walks through the door and their goals and it's their time. And I have to say, I couldn't be happier with the people I have, which I'm kind of spoiled. So uh, as we keep growing, it's harder to find good quality help and employees like I have now. So I, I can tell people that when you do come in here, Right from when you walk in the door, you get greeted with a smile from from most of our staff, and they are about your goals. They are invested in you. And that's why they have had the success that they've had as far as with their clients, and that's why our gym is successful. It's because of them. Well, A, I'd like to just give you a little compliment. It's because of you. You know that your team is also a huge reflection of you. And I know you speak so highly of this as well. You're booked up, right? And I'm sure you get a lot of people that call you and like, I want to train with Pete. I want to train with Pete. Okay, cool. But if Pete doesn't have availability... Amanda, Lauren, Sarah, you know, like all the other trainers are you. (laughs) They're an extension of you. So I think that that quality is so consistent too in training. Well, and you know, it's it's funny, Meg, I'm glad you said that because we get so many people that they'll call up just like you said, and Mm -hmm. they're like, I want to train with Pete. I only want to train with him. And I'll, I'll talk to some clients and I'll be like, I don't have availability potentially or for whatever reason at that certain time, but hey, Amanda could take you, or Maddie could take you, Sarah could take you, Lauren could take you. That's what I try to instill in them. I've trained them. They've trained with me. They have a lot of experience and a lot of strengths. So it drives me crazy when people go other places because they're dead set training on me, not realizing that they are me. (laughs) They they are super talented. So if if there's anyone that is listening that has that concern, I co-sign them 100%. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here. 
No, and those <laughs> those ladies are strong people. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag goals oh, yeah. all around. Yeah. With everyone, I hope after listening, we'll follow Pete on social media and he posts amazing reels and work out. The amount of content you gave away for free is like mind blowing. You know what? You have an amazing community. I think people appreciate it. You give tips on like workouts or app workouts or just things you can do quick, but also you showcase your trainers yeah. like working out with you and everyone's form. No one's in your gym getting hurt or like doing anything crazy. Yeah. Like you see those memes <laughs> with the people using the machines at like Planet Fitness. No, no, yeah. it's the Planet Fitness, but it's like, you can get hurt. You seriously oh, can get hurt. So hundred yeah. percent. But I, yeah. I do want, I do want people to see how, how hard they work and how oh, talented yeah. they are. And their form is perfect. It, it is everything. They do put the work in, whether it's my employees or clients, I like to feature and people have always said that to me. They're like, Pete, you don't put a lot about yourself up. And I'm like, yeah, there's nothing to see anymore. I'm old. Rather, no, you're not. <laughs> I, but no, yeah. seriously, I'm proud of my clients. When they achieve a certain goal, it makes me feel good as much as it makes them feel good. And I want to showcase what they do. What I love about you as well, and and then we'll go to like a little break, but I'm going to yep. ask you a yes or no question to put you on the spot. But first sure. and foremost, I mean, you're, you're a teacher at heart, right? So I think yep. there's that key to success there. You are not ego-driven by any means. You're all about your people and just creating this amazing community. And then on site and otherwise, you focus on real people working out, pregnant people, yep. people um, yep. that are on like weight loss journeys. And it's so intimidating these days to walk into a gym, right? People have been living in COVID quarantine two plus years, yeah. still haven't gone out. And it's intimidating. You know, maybe you've gained oh, yeah. a weight or you're not feeling your best and to show up and see real bodies and real people and authentic and like genuine personalities. Like I, I give you a lot of credit. So you're definitely doing a lot of things right. Appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. And with that, <laughs> so on this podcast, we like to leave a little teaser for our listeners. So I'm going to put you on the spot with a yes or no question. And then we're going to go to a quick break and then we're going to pick it up. All right. So yes or no. Do you feel like these days it's hard to break into the fitness industry? Can I answer it? Yes and no? Okay, yes and no. So with that, we're going to take uh, pizza yes or no answer after this quick break, and we'll pick it up when we get back. So before the yeah. break, I asked, do you think it's hard to break into fitness? You said yes and no. So tell us, what are your thoughts on that these days? Is it hard to be successful in the industry? Yes. Is it hard to break into the industry? No, absolutely not. I've seen in the last four years, I couldn't tell you how many fitness studios in a literally two-mile radius opened up around us. But mm -hmm. I look at it as some people aren't willing to put the time that it takes to be ultimately successful like people think it's cool oh you Pete, you own a gym or yeah. it must be awesome they don't understand that my day starts at 4 45 in the morning mm -hmm. that's when that's when my alarm goes off and then i don't get home till eight o'clock at night and yeah. the thing is that i'm blessed i don't have any complaints like i said i worked a crazy amount of hours for other people's businesses to make them money but the thing is you know, it, it does take a lot of sacrifice. And the thing is, some people just aren't willing to put that type of time in. But mm -hmm. if you're going to put that time in, I would think the average person would want to make as much as they possibly can to maximize their time. The thing is, and then also be able to service as many people and have them experience what you offer. The thing is, 
you know, in, I, I find in this industry that everyone thinks they become a trainer overnight, and mm -hmm. that's where it gets a little sketchy. Sometimes people are just yeah. price conscious, so they're going to look for the, the cheapest thing instead of not always the best quality. So it's a constant grind. This business is without a doubt one of the hardest things I've ever done. I, I think the only reason I have been successful is because I love what I do. But no, it's not hard to get into the industry, but to become truly successful in the industry, and I'm not talking Instagram successful, I'm talking yeah. successful with clients on a one-on-one -on -one basis or a large group class basis, like uh, when they're in front of you, yes, it's extremely hard to be successful at it. What would you say then someone needs to be really successful? Like what are some of those tips? Yeah. I would say you have to be hardworking and you have to be willing to sacrifice. Like I sacrificed right. literally years of my life to work. Yeah. And like I said, it's not like, a nine to five job, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> You're not yeah. clocking in and out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like we, we blew up, I think it was because a lot of the clientele that was coming in here. Granted, yes, that helps. But like I said earlier, when we started off, uh, my journey started years ago. And sometimes and, and I tell people all the years I worked in bars, all the years I taught, all the years I trained for little to no money just to get clients. That's what shape now but like i said when my friends were going out i wasn't you know mm -hmm. i couldn't i had to work mm -hmm. i was never handed anything the only way i could afford to get out of my parents house was i had to do it myself i had no help so right. you know all those experiences taught me the value and the importance of hard work some people aren't willing to stick out how long it's going to take i always tell people your journey could take five months, five years, right. 10 years, 15, 20. Mine, if you think about it, was 17, 18 years. You're taking baby steps, but most people aren't willing to work hard enough, sacrifice going out with their friends or sacrifice weekends or whatever the case may be. And the other thing is you have to have a special skill set. Like you have to be a master of whatever you do. And if you're not a master of what you do, you better find someone that's better than you in that aspect and give them a shot. And I think a, a big thing in this industry, what hurts a lot of different studios is the fact that people in this industry have huge egos and they make it about right. themselves. And they're not willing to learn. I still ask questions. I ask everyone questions. If I don't understand something, I mean, how many times have I asked you a question? If I don't understand mm -hmm. something, I don't have a problem with not knowing the answer. I also don't mm -hmm. have a problem if someone's better at something than me. Why wouldn't mm -hmm. I ask them? It's the only way I'm going to learn. Right. And I yeah. think that that's, you know, sometimes some people just can't get out of their own way. I guess is the best yeah. way to explain it. Yeah. I love it. Well, and also too, I mean, not being ego driven, you're right. It's not like, look at me, look at all these like amazing people. You really just make it a, an individualized every training. Like everybody has a special program. Everybody has special things they want to work on. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that just go it out and, you know, they want their clients to like, lift the heaviest or like do the craziest things. <laughs> and yeah. that's how people get hurt. It's not about like, your crazy gym classes and making it the hardest thing. You want to walk out feeling accomplished. Yeah. You know, we laugh about this all the time. Like, I come in driving like full of anxiety. What's he going to throw at me today? I leave and I'm like, I'm a badass. You Sorry. And, like I get in my car shaking, sweating, crying, but I'm like, damn, that was amazing. You know? And that's what we're looking for here as an entire yeah. staff. That's how I want you to feel personally. I want you to feel like you accomplished something. I want you to be more yeah. confident. Also, on the other on the other aspect, with COVID, you kind of touched on that earlier with the lockdowns, yeah. like people just totally got out of routine. So, you yeah. know, some people yeah. really developed 
some insecurities out of it, whether they put on weight or they were just isolated for a long time. You know, and when we went and did some virtual stuff, people that had fears about coming in here, they actually tuned into some of our virtual classes and they were like, wow, I like Pete's energy or I like Lauren's energy or Amanda or Jenna. They were, they were really, they're like, that place isn't intimidating. It's a really hardworking community. So from that aspect too, yeah. when people walk in the door, I want them to feel not only comfortable, but then from what, what you just said, when they leave, I want them to, to say, yeah, I am a badass. I like, look what I just did. Look how I want yeah. them to feel good, look good. That's the name of the game. That's awesome. Well, you just touched on this, but my $2 million question yeah. with so many challenges we all faced over the past two years. I know yeah. you and I talk about this often. Also, I do. I give you credit for it seems very quickly stepping up, as you just mentioned, yeah. offering virtual to your clients. Yeah. And and now with this huge complex, once things really did open again, you absolutely can space out in PMF, yep. open the doors. You have these awesome garage doors that let in the fresh air. It's pretty amazing, you guys. So everyone get on Pete's Instagram, like check it out, uh, spray paint, all this awesome graffiti stuff. So it's so cool. But getting back on track, you know, what would you say has been the biggest challenge over the past two years and any big learnings coming out of the pandemic? Well, yeah, I mean, it was just like one day, I remember we ran, we had class at nine o'clock in the morning and then mm -hmm. we were like, boom, we had to shut down. Sorry. And yeah. it's kind of like, all right, what are we going to do here? And it was just, I mean, pivot with a purpose, right? That's the podcast we're on. So thank you for that plug. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> but, but it's all out fact. What are you going to yeah. do? You're going to, you're going to sit there crying about the fact you got closed. Everybody got closed. We looked at it mm -hmm. as I, and I have to give my wife Jenna credit for this. She looked at me and she goes, we're going to go online. We're going to go to Facebook and mm -hmm. we're going to do a private group. So we do like monthly and limited memberships. So we were able to, everyone was in the same position, no gyms were open. So we were able to keep our clientele. If they wanted to continue with their membership, they could tune into our classes. It was crazy. Just, just the staff, it was like four of us. And then Dave, well, you know Dave, Dave came in and helped yeah. us out. But we literally did, yeah. we were doing three live classes a day. We were just us. Yeah. And, yeah. and pe people wanted people it. People wanted yeah. it, they loved it. And then Jenna mm -hmm. was the one who was like, we have to make this legit. And kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, she does like Peloton and like we, we kind of saw their platform. So she's like, you know, we can do live classes and then the we can do on demand. So I had found a, a, a guy through one of my clients that was out of work and uh, he developed our website and we still have it running. Um, mm -hmm. Currently yeah. have well over a thousand saved classes. We do small personal training sessions on it once a week, ab workouts. So people from out of state can take our classes. But like I said, during the pandemic, people that were intimidated to come here were going to a friend's house and they were trying it out and they kind of got to know us right through the screen. We didn't sit around, we didn't complain. You know, a lot of, I watched a lot of other fitness facilities in the area, talking politics, that's one thing we don't do. We try to stay positive. We didn't get involved in any of that. We just mm -hmm. put our heads down and went to work. It was hard. It was tough. Yeah. Like I said, we were able to acquire another 3,000 square feet before we were allowed to reopen, which then we didn't have any capacity issues. So uh, during COVID, I think we grew about 40%. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. And you also were so respectful. I mean, with the social distancing, everybody had their box to work in. You guys had all the protocols down. So I think people that showed up like felt safe, have to be felt protected and just gave us something to look forward to to get the heck out of our houses. Yeah, so yeah, you have to, good for you, you guys. You have to be. You yeah. can't, you know, there's yeah. some people that are, you know, want to work out, but they're super cautious. You got to be respectful. Right. And there are some people that are like, yeah, I don't, 
I really don't care. Yep, well, that's great. Right. So we got to try to make right. everyone meet in the middle. No, absolutely. Yeah. So this has come up again yeah. and again. I mean, even coming out of the pandemic, listen, we all get in ruts, yeah. right? I was in one a few <laughs> months ago where you would say, listen, you keep your routine going, but there's definitely those days where maybe you lack motivation. What would you say to someone right now who hasn't worked out maybe in a few years or a few months and looking for extra motivation to get back into a routine? What advice would you give to, to get them motivated? Get up and get moving. You know, I mean, yeah. we're all in the same position. I mean, it's, you know, it, once it's, it's, you had, you had, you got in a bad habit and you got to break that bad habit. And it's, and I understand mm -hmm. like for a lot of people, people's lives changed, but yeah. you got to find yeah. something. I would just start off very small. And because mm -hmm. if you're doing nothing, then say to yourself, okay. And it doesn't have to be some rigorous workout. It could be a walk. If you're someone who's doing nothing mm -hmm. right now. Set a goal for yourself. I'm going to do three days a week, 20 minutes a day of active movement, meaning uh, active minutes, excuse me, where you're not going to mm -hmm. pick up your phone. You're not going to stop and talk to somebody. I'm just going to move for 20 minutes and start with that. Yeah. And then yeah. slowly, as you start to feel better, your energy levels increase. You might be stepping on a scale, drop a few pounds. That might motivate you to do 30 minutes. That might motivate you to do another, an extra day. And then you know, yeah. for some people, because we hear the same, we, we hear the same, you know, kind of excuse all the time where it's, you know, mm -hmm. I just, I'm not ready or I don't feel comfortable. I don't, I'm going to be embarrassed if I come to class. You just got to kind of rip the bandaid off and go. And, and the thing mm -hmm. is, but set small attainable goals for yourself, and whether it's a walk, a run, a class, anything, mm -hmm. basketball, baseball, mm -hmm. do yeah. something. Active minutes where you're uninterrupted and, yeah. you know. I love yeah. that. Put down our phones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay in the present. Connect with your body. Yeah. This is a juicy question I'm so excited to ask sure. because this has changed my body. Yeah. Okay, why should we not be afraid to lift weights? What are some misconceptions? So you're going to do all the cardio, do all the things, and then maybe when you're feeling even stronger, pick up some weights. What have you heard about heavy lifting that is, like, not true? Why is it important to use weights as a part of a fitness um, regimen? Like, talk about the weights. The, the, <laughs> you're the master. I, 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 I'll, yeah. keep, I'll keep it really simple. The one thing that yeah. I hear from so many, it, it's mostly women. We have predominantly women that come here. It's, I don't want to get bulky if I lift weights. Ladies, you're not going to get bulky. The only way that you're going to get bulky is you have, uh, and put like life-changing size on is if you actually eat to get, you're yes. You're eating, right? If you yeah. actually are <laughs> yeah. eating to put on size. Lifting, yeah. you know, yeah. lifting weights is just going to help add lean muscle with, with proper mm -hmm. nutrition. So like yeah. there's nothing yeah. to be uh, you know afraid of. We have, we have people all the time. I have people in class that they're lifting with 2 pound weights and I'm like what are you doing? I don't want to get too bulky. And I'm like you're not. Like no. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. And it just uh, makes you stronger, changes your posture. Yeah. I mean like, like you know to like when you're doing it correctly. From from so. an <laughs> overall fun functional standpoint, you know, it's really important to lift weights, to, you know, work your core. Your core is the center of your body. That's what that that's what uh keeps you stable. It's essential. It's it's essential. Yeah. And you have so many great classes yeah. that offer that. So we'll get to that in a mm -hmm. second, but a couple more questions and I'll let you on your way. As someone who I know inspires others. Yeah. Who inspires you these days and why? Oh, I, I would have to say I'm actually inspired by the people I work with. I'm impressed by my staff, my employees. But the one person who inspires me the most is my wife, Jenna. And why why that is is because I've, you know, me and Jenna have been through a lot in 
I've been married, what, eight years? And mm -hmm. I've, we've been together like 12. And I put her through a lot, a lot in that amount of time. And the strength that she, uh, you know, I can admit that, and the strength that she has showed the dedication. Mm -hmm. And she's yeah. the only one that's really, she's never let me down. And she's been through been through a lot with me in my life that I've gone through. Never mind, some, you know, some you know stuff with with me and her. We've been through a lot together. So, if there's one yeah. person that I that I have to say that I'm inspired by, it's definitely Jenna. She's she's smart. She's yeah. a people person. She's caring, and you know, she puts me in check, which I, I which yeah. I need. <laughs> And she and she is also a yes. badass, and she'll give you a, a beautiful smile yeah. and welcome and yep. greet you with like a huge hug. She's awesome. Oh, that is so sweet. Yep. It's hashtag just relationship goals. It's not all sunshine and butterflies. Like we all have our ups and downs, but times get tough. You just stick yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, and that's I mean, me about. and her have been. Yeah. it's been a, a work in progress in a lot of ways, and and. and and I think everybody has that. You're not alone in yeah, that, yeah, Pete. Yeah, You're not yeah. alone. <laughs> well, and, and that's why, and that's, and that's yeah. why I, you know, I can speak freely about, you know, about, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, she's the one. We yeah. love Jenna. Absolutely. Okay. So when you're not training and promise we won't like send any stalkers sure. your way, but where can we find you? Like, what do you love to do? So Beyond. it's crazy because during Fitness. the week, it's like, I really don't have, I think that's why I go spray tanning, spray Time. tanning every week. So I don't look like, <laughs> like, yes, a, I love like a ghost because <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah, I really don't leave tan. the gym Monday through Friday. But, yeah. So oh, it's yeah. like, I get a small window to kind of do stuff. But so Saturday, like the weekends, I pretty much I like to hang at home with my dogs. I don't see them that much. Me and Jenna, usually Saturdays, we'll go out to dinner. Um, she likes to go mm -hmm. out a little bit earlier. In the summer, I've actually, the funniest thing is I never have been like a, a water person. Like I like the beach and stuff like that, I like vacation, but I've never had been like my whole life. Just never, my family, I was never around it. And my friend, uh, Dave, who he's got a boat, like the last uh, couple of years, he's got me on the water and I ended up yeah. buying a jet ski last year. So now like during the summer, like so I spend fun. it on the water, which I, which is kind of cool. But for, for the yeah. most part, like my life to be totally honest with you is like strictly work, but the weekends, like I just try to spend time with uh, family, friends, just low key at, at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like, I like I to go to it. basketball. I like basketball games, Providence college basketball. Like my, this season's over now. So like, I think my life's over right now, but. Well, no, we got summer yeah, to yeah, look yeah, forward yeah, to. No, so we got Dave's boat. Shout out to yeah, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. giving him some yeah. shout outs on this. That's awesome. Well, I, I love summer too. Yeah. I feel like you, you deserve vacations yeah. coming up here, which we, we got to make that yep. happen. So in closing for someone not located in a place where we can get to PMF. And I know you have people driving from all other states. What are some other ways listeners can work out with you? I know you mentioned some, but how can we find you and all of the offerings and what can we expect? Well, if you, like you had talked about earlier, um, as far as mm -hmm. my Instagram, I do put like little workouts up on there. You guys can, people can just look at, kind of see what, what we do on like a one-on-one -on -one setting. Uh, I have like highlights of all of our classes on there so you can kind of get a, a feel for what we're doing, different types of classes that we do offer. But if you actually, if you are from out of state and you can't make the trip or it's just too far, we have uh, the website we created was uh, the virtual platforms, pmfondemand.com, pmfondemand.com, where you can take all of our classes that we offer. There's both, we offer day passes, week passes, and monthly unlimiteds. If monthly unlimiteds, you get access to all the safe classes as well as the live classes. And then there are, we have a uh, a feature called Pete on Demand, where where I do a short personal training session every week for about uh, it's about a twenty minute session with equipment that that can be done right from your house, also at the gym, right. but at your house. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's super convenient. People are loving it. So yeah, you could yeah. you can access us from from anywhere, home, gym, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy now these days. Well, we'll obviously link everything yeah. up so everyone can tune in, follow, keep an eye out for all kinds of things going on. Anyone local, I know we're trying to do some fun things this summer, so stay tuned. And Pete, thank you so much for sharing all your fitness expertise and, and leadership and your pivot with purpose yeah. with us today. I mean, you truly are one of a kind. I'm so grateful to have you in my life and for how much you have changed the way I approach fitness and I know you have a very bright future ahead and I can't wait to see all that is to come. And also now we have a chance to share you and your talents with all of our listeners all over the world. So anyone looking to get back into routine or even connect with Peter and his incredible team at PMF, please make sure to find him on Instagram and reach out. And Pete, thanks so much for renewing this podcast. Meg, I, I appreciate it. Every, and people listen, Meg is as genuine as they come. If you have, if you do listen to her and you've, never spoken to her personally or you know worked with her and you've thought about it probably one of the most genuine kind-hearted people there are that actually lives by a word which you don't in in today's society you don't see, well, at least i haven't seen so that's i i, I okay i'm, I'm low-key yeah, crying well, you know, back here <laughs> thank you're, you're you a for good that person. that's very acknowledged because uh, today there's Aww. not enough you know good people around that look to actually to help other people and that's what you try to do so that's awesome well right back at you i'm inspired by you thanks again for being with us Anytime. Thank you, Meg. Thank you. It is time for another Megan Hool Method tip of the week. This week, I want to talk about ways to get your motivation back when you're not feeling your best. So we all have those days when we're just not interested in adulting and doing all the things. I am with you. But by following a simple routine, you can get back on track. Here are my tips to put an extra pep in your step and get you back to feeling like yourself. First, America, we have a sleeping problem, and it's weighing on our economy, our quality of life, and our ability to thrive at work. Find a good nighttime routine and stick to it. Ditch the electronics, let your brain rest, and prioritize your time for peace and quiet. There's something to be said about starting off the day on the right side of the bed and feeling refreshed and ready to tackle whatever is on your plate. So get those Z's, everyone. Next, find something you love doing and schedule it into your week. Make the time outside of work to focus on a hobby or a community project, volunteer program, something you can commit your time to where you're giving back and doing something that feels good for others. The love and appreciation you get back, I promise, will drive your motivation to do more good things for yourself. Finally, prioritize moving your body in a way you can honor what's best for you every day. Take a walk, take a virtual class, start small if you haven't been in a fitness routine lately, just find something you can look forward to and stick to it. As a bonus, invite a friend as an accountability partner and maybe grab a coffee after. Whatever you choose to do, Someone out there is motivated and inspired by you. Trust me on this. So keep showing up for yourself and others. Get out there, shine your light, prioritize rest, give back, and honor your body. I hope you found this tip helpful, and stay tuned for more Megan Hool Method tips this season on Pivot with Purpose. Pivot with Purpose with host Megan Hool is a fashion consort production and part of the FC Podcast Network. It is produced and directed by Phil, a.k.a. Corinne. And a special thank you to Spencer Powell for our theme music. Learn more at pivotwithpurposepodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at pivotwithpurpose underscore podcast.